and happy Tuesday uh, to you. Yeah, Tuesday. Uh, it's Pastor Maria Murphy, and this is Morning Prayer. And uh, I'm glad that you are joining us today. As you join, uh, just say hello, and so we can greet you. God bless you today. Uh, we welcome you in. God is good, and he is faithful. Amen. He's so faithful. I'm so grateful to him uh, that he's always showing us who he is and and what he can do. Amen. He's so powerful. Good morning, Tracy. God bless you today. God is good. Hallelujah. And so uh, Tuesday, November the 15th is today. That's today's date. Uh, and uh, we're halfway through, I guess, <laughs> November. Good morning, Maria. God bless you today. Praise the Lord. And so uh, we are going to pray. And before we do, I just want to share with you a verse from 1 John chapter 4 and verse 4. And it's one that we're all familiar with. Good morning, Donna. God bless you today. In 1 John 4, 4, it says, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Now you would have to look at previous verses to see what that uh, and have overcome them because uh, that in previous verses, he talks about false prophets and uh, he talks about the spirit of the Antichrist, or we could say those, the spirit that opposes Christ, the spirit that opposes God. Good morning and happy Tuesday, Ivan. God bless you. And so he says, so what he's saying in 1 John 4, 4 is that greater is he, the spirit of God that is in us, than the spirit that's working uh, in the world, in, in those who oppose the Lord. Uh, one uh, verse of scripture says that works in the children of disobedience. Uh, and so uh, we see there, it's, it's for any, uh, it's the word technon there, that word little children, because we're like, why did John use little children? Uh, it, that word, it's technon, and it's, what it means is, it, it doesn't say a specific age group, like children, like, okay, kindergartners or middle schoolers. It's not giving a specific age, but it, what it's doing here is John is trying to remind us that we are a part of a family and that family is uh, God's family. Remember Ephesians says that in whom uh, uh, heaven and earth is named. So he said uh, that we would, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of glory. And then he talks about how he is the, fa the father of the family in heaven and in earth. And so some of our family members have moved to heaven and some have are, we're still left here on this earth. And so he's reminding us, it's not a particular age, but he's reminding us that we are a part of the family of God. We belong to him. And then he said, the spirit of God in us is greater than the spirit that's operating in the world. And you remember that word overcome. It sounds very familiar. And so I was thinking about, where did I hear this word? John chapter 16 and verse 33. 
It's the same word that Jesus used in John chapter 16 and verse 33. So if we go over to John 16, 33, it says, I, Jesus is talking to the disciples. He's preparing them for his departure from them. He's been with them uh, and they've traveled with him for three years. And now he's preparing them, telling them about the Holy Spirit, telling them what's going to happen when he's gone. And he says, I, and he's speaking plain with them. He says, I have told you all this, all these things to prepare you for my departure so that you may have peace in me here on earth. You will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. And I like what the amplified classic says. It says, I have told you these things so that in me, you may have perfect peace and confidence, complete peace. And in the world, you, you have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration, but be of good cheer, take courage, be confident, certain, undaunted for I have overcome the world. And then in parentheses, it says, I have deprived it of the power to harm you and have conquered it for you. Glory to God. Do you hear what Jesus said? He said he has overcome and robbed the world of its power and deprived it of its power to harm us. And so uh, he says here that we will have tribulation. And in the Greek, this word describes a situation so difficult that it causes uh, us to feel stressed, squeezed, pressured, or crushed. It indicates a level of intensity that is almost unbearable in the natural. That's what that word tribulation means. We're going to face such things on this earth. It shouldn't be the norm for a child of God who is filled with the spirit and knows their spiritual authority. It should not be the norm, but we will face situations on this earth like that. Faith doesn't remove challenges from our lives. That's not what faith does, but it gives us the ability to overcome those challenges. That's what it does. Uh, Jesus said, take heart or be of good cheer or be courageous. Another uh, way to say it is fear not. That's what he's saying there because I have overcome the world. And it's the same word from first John four, four overcome. Uh, it's uh, Nikau or Nikos, which is victory. But the way it's written, the grammar, how it's written, it's not just a single victory in the past. What Jesus said here, it's implying a continuous and abiding victory. It, it's a lasting victory. It continues. And so that's what he's saying. He's saying, I have overcome. I am still overcoming. And I will always be in an overcoming position over the world. That's what Jesus is saying. Now, this word world here, we see the word world and we're like world. Okay. Uh, this word is cosmos. And anytime it's written, most of the time in the word of God, it's always used to depict the arena where Satan operates, uh, where he, it describes the human systems that oppose the church or the child of God. That's what that word means. Uh, and we see this word uh, in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 4, I believe it is. Yeah, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 4, where Paul says the God of this world has blinded their minds. We got to understand Satan is not the God of this earth. 
So I think sometimes we think when we say he's the God of this world, we're thinking of this earth. He's not the God of this earth. He's the God of this world, the world system, the human system of this world, the system that opposes Jesus. He's the God of that. That's what he's the God of Remember, Cause it, it would be in, it, it would be a contradiction when we say, I look to the hills where my help comes from and he's the Lord over a thousand cattle. You know how we say he owns the heavens and the earth. And then we say, but Satan is the God of this earth. No, he's the God of this world system and this world's way of doing things and the human system that opposes God. But, uh, the Lord is the one that created the earth. (laughs) And so we need to get that right in our minds. And so, uh, uh, so he has robbed it. The, the Jesus has robbed the world. Remember he paraded the enemy and the message says he paraded him naked, exposed him, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, and took away the, the keys of death, hell, and the grave from the devil. And so he doesn't have power in your life, but I read it this way. I read it this way. Cause the opposite of what the greater one is a weaker one, right? So if you're not great in strength, you're weak. So here's how I read this verse. Uh, The spirit working in the human systems of the world is weak, deficient, vulnerable, soft, lacking power, strength, and energy compared to the spirit of God in you. And this is why we overcome. The system working in the world is weak, but the, the, the power, the spirit working in the world and the systems of the world is weak. It's powerless and it's so weaker compared to the spirit of God that's on the inside of you. Amen. And so because of that, we overcome God poured himself into you and I. He poured himself into you and I, and we have a continuous and abiding victory over every tribulation. No matter what problem you face today, that's causing you to feel stressed, squeezed, pressured, frustrated, or crushed. Take this word in first John four, four and John chapter 16 and verse 33 and take heart and know and believe that you're an overcomer. You're an overcomer. The spirit of God in you is great, greater than any spirit that's operating in this world that opposes God. And in Jesus, you overcome. Hallelujah. You overcome. So take the victory that Jesus won and make it your own victory. You have to take it. You have to seize it. You have to lay hold of it. He's won it for you, but now you have to walk out that victory. You have to take it. So how do you do that? One, stop rehearsing the problem. Glory to God. Good morning, Maricon. God bless you today. So, uh, instead of taking uh, and and taking that thought and rehearsing it over and over again, stop rehearsing the problem. 
The more we rehearse a problem, the bigger it looks. And the more the devil will remind you, first of all, if you've never had this problem in your life before, never came up against it, he'll, he'll let you know how ill-equipped you are. He'll tell you, you do not know how to handle this problem. And you can't, you don't have the strength to do it. So that's one. If you've had this problem before and you didn't quite deal with it right, he will remind you of that. And you will get into guilt and condemnation, which will stop you from progressing any further. And so stop rehearsing that problem. Stop walking around it and looking at it from every side and trying to figure it out with your natural ability and trying to figure out how can I do this? How can we fix this? How can we stop? Because the more you do that, the bigger that problem is going to get. And you are going to be so confused and without strength, and it will deplete you and rob you of your joy, your peace, and everything that God has poured into you. It will diminish that in your life. And so that's number one. Stop rehearsing the problem. Stop rehearsing it. Stop walking around it and seeing how big it is. And so stop rehearsing the problem. Number two. Cast that care of that problem on the Lord. Turn it over to him. Say, I, <laughs> I can't do this. This is yours. Good morning, Christina. God bless you today. And then uh, pray about it. It says uh, to make your uh, supplications, uh, intercessions, all that. It says to make your request known to the Lord. And so tell him about it. Talk to him and tell him about it. And let the Holy Spirit guide you to the answer. For that problem. Let the spirit of God guide you to the answer for that problem. Hallelujah. Because, uh, and, and sometimes I think we try to do things alone and, and, and God has put us in his family. Look at John reminded us that we are the children of God. He said that. So we would know, first of all, little children, uh, he's letting us know we're part of something bigger. We're a part of the family of God. He's placed us in the family. And so, uh, we have brothers and sisters who can help us. Amen. Who can, we can reach out to. And so, uh, we, we need to, to, to utilize that and don't do this life alone. Amen. Do life with the family of faith. And so get with someone who is uh, a faith. Don't get with someone who's going to make agreement that the problem looks big and unsolvable. <laughs> don't make agreement with, don't let someone make agreement with you on that, but get with someone who's full of faith and the Holy Spirit so they can agree with you. Amen. And have your scriptures ready that you're standing on so it can give them something to work with. Amen. Good morning, Rob. God bless you today. And so, uh, then we take it to the Lord and we receive the answer from him. Amen. Now there are things we have to do in the natural, but I'm just going to warn you when you're looking at the problem and you're scratching your head and writing down the do's and the don'ts and the, okay, what do I know? What I don't know. And going through the process in our natural ability. Uh, if you are overwhelmed by this problem, you will act irrationally. If this problem is so big that you can't even think clearly and there's so much noise about it and you have no peace about it, uh, the best thing to do is don't act. Stop. <laughs> Red light. <laughs> Stop. Don't act. Uh, don't act because it will be irrational. And a lot of problems will, uh, you'll, you'll, you may solve the problem now, but you are creating momentum for other problems downhill. You're just kicking the can. 
uh, further up the road and you'll have other problems to deal with. And so don't act, stop and, and make sure that you have the mind of the Lord concerning whatever it is that you're facing. And I'm telling you, my friend, there have been so many circumstances in my life where I thought I need to do something right now. Uh, but I, I wait and I think, oh, am I just being lazy? Uh, am I letting the problem get bigger? What is it? No, I didn't, I didn't have peace to act. I was just acting because I thought I needed to do something. But man, when God worked it out, it was far better than whatever I could come up with. And so I tell you, um, heed his warning to us today and do what his word says. Amen. It may not be what we want to hear or what we would do, but I'm telling you, if we'll do what he tells us to do, it's going to work out for everyone's good. Everyone's good now and down the road. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Good morning, Quadwell. God bless you today. Bless the Lord. Let's go before him today. Take that thing that is squeezing you, pressuring you, frustrating you, even feels like it's crushing you and put it in his hands this morning as we pray. Just release the care of it. You know, when you release something to someone, it's not yours anymore. It's not yours anymore. And so I I know sometimes I cast all my care upon you for you care for me. I cast it on you, but we're still so heavy. We still feel it on us. We haven't cast it on him yet. Just because I'm saying the words doesn't mean that I've done it. And sometimes it takes sitting and worshiping him and praising him and praying in the spirit before that releases and you feel the weight of it go. If you still have the weight of it and the pressure of it, no, that needs to leave before you get up off your knees. Don't take the pressure with you. When you cast something over on someone, it's theirs. It's not mine. I turned in a car that I had to push at times <laughs> to a dealership, right? It started up. I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. It started. <laughs> Because sometimes I would be there and it wouldn't start out of the blue. I don't know what was wrong with it. And so I'm like, um, <laughs> here you go. And they're like, we'll give you this. It started up when they tested it. I'm like, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And so when I left that dealership and I signed papers for my new car, the care of that car and the weight of that car did not go with me. I'm like, now nah, I ran out of there before they changed their mind because it didn't start. <laughs> but the weight of that and the care of it stayed there in that dealership. I did not have a care of that car anymore. It stayed there because I left it there. That is how it is when you cast your care over on Jesus correctly. When you do that, you still don't have the weight of it, but the situation doesn't change. So I would have the weight. No, you can. That's what Jesus means by I, you can have perfect peace. His peace is not like the peace the world gives. That's based on what's going on around me or if it changes. No, you can have complete peace in the midst of chaos. <laughs> that's the Lord's peace. Thank you, father. Glory to God. We thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Oh, Father, I thank you. Oh, I thank you. Yeah, the answers are coming to you today. 
The answers are coming before we even pray. The answers are coming to you. You know exactly what you're supposed to do. You've just been delaying it or you just don't want to do it, but you know exactly what you need to do. And so you need to do that because that is where you'll have victory. Glory to God. Father, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for your word. I thank you, Father, that you are the God who gives us the answer for everything that we face. Oh God, you are the answer for everything we face. And we are your children, your precious children. You value each and every one of us so much. And so we come before you today. Uh, Jesus even said that in this world, we'll have pressures. We'll have uh, things that come against us that, that seems that are so intense that it seems like we don't have the ability in the natural to overcome. But father, I thank you that we are not just, uh, built with natural abilities, but we have supernatural abilities because you've poured yourself into us. You've given us your love. You've given us your faith. You've given us your power, the power of your spirit. You've placed him on the inside. And when we received the Holy Spirit, we received everything about him. We received everything that he has. And so we are not without power. <laughs> we are not without hope. We are not without strength. We are not without uh, the answers. The spirit of God has the answer for everything we need. So we're not without the answer. And so Holy Spirit, today we ask for your leadership. We ask for your leadership in our lives and we surrender and submit to your leadership today. We don't want to make mistakes. We don't want to make mistakes. We want to do the right thing. And so lead us to the right thing. Lead us into the right thing to do in every situation we face today. Lead us into the right thing to do. Oh, Father, I thank you at work, at home, uh, anywhere that we are, lead us into the right thing uh, to do. We need the answer and the answer only comes from you. And so, Father, we've tried it in our own ability, in our strength, and it's more of a mess than it was before. And so, Father, and we see <laughs> it's getting even worse. And so we see that it's you, it's you, it's you. Our answer is in you and greater, greater are you spirit of God that's within us than the spirit that's operating in the world system, in this world, in the, in the people and in, in the world that opposes you that are anti Christ. We thank you that we have the precious spirit of God and his strength within us. And we, we tap and into that strength and we put a demand on the power of God with our faith right now. We lay hold of the power of God concerning this situation. And we point our tongue in the direction of this situation. And by the power and anointing of the Lord, we pray concerning this thing. We pray concerning it in Jesus name, because the pressure is, is surmounting. It, it seems to be getting greater, but I thank you for a release of that pressure right now. Say, I cast the care of this situation over on you, Jesus. I know that you care for me. So I give it to you right now. And I'll not rehearse this 
anymore in my mind. I'll not let this take over my life right now in the name of Jesus. I'll not let it consume my life. I'll not let it stop me from my other duties that I have to others in my life. I'll not let it stop me uh, from doing the things that I'm supposed to be doing today or the things that you've called me to do. I'll not let it distract me from my assignment that I have. Oh, no more, no more, no more, no more. Oh, Father God, I thank you that your love is formed in me. And so I tap into the love of God today. I tap into the higher level love and I walk in love. I walk in love. I let the love of God, I let the love of God uh, capture me. I let it embrace me today. And I let the love of God uh, use me to embrace others today, not to separate others from God, but to bring them into the knowledge of God. I thank you, Father, by the way I act, (laughs) by the way I speak, by the way I do things. Oh, Father, I thank you that your love is presented to them. Oh, on the big screen, (laughs) on the wide screen today. I thank you, Father, that they see your love demonstrated in us today where we could be saying a whole lot of things. We could be doing a whole lot of things, but we decide and we choose to demonstrate love to all those who are opposing us today. Oh, Father, I thank you for love in demonstration. (laughs) I thank you for love in demonstration today. Glory to God. Oh, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Oh, tobro jiman brandeneche. Nim brando rosukulam brandeneche le brando kosota. Di grande ne shiandombo siti liam brandene man grando no suta. Lembra siki indeshte le brando rovosita. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the answers. 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you for the answers. Oh, we thank you, Father. Love always wins. Love always wins. The love of God in demonstration always wins. We thank you for that. And so we'll demonstrate the love of God today. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. <laughs> Glory to God. I'm laughing because I, something keeps uh, coming up in my heart and I don't, I don't even think I want to say it, but it's just, it's because I'm like, huh? I don't even know what that means, but I'm just, <laughs> oh Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Just demonstrate the love of God today. Demonstrate his love to, to those in your life today. If it's at work, you know, and you're struggling with a coworker at work, maybe there's been some tension and stuff. Do something kind for them. Even if it's go buy them a candy bar out of the vending machine and just put it on their desk (laughs) as you walk by. I don't know. Do something to demonstrate the love of God today. Maybe make the best meal that your family loves and set the table like it's Thanksgiving. (laughs) 
and sit down and enjoy a meal. Set it like it's Thanksgiving and be like, I love y'all and this is why I'm doing this today. I just wanted to demonstrate the love of God today. <laughs> that's what I'm like, set the table like it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> but maybe that's what's needed today. You know, do something that demonstrates the love of God today in your life. And um, we're talking about overcoming the world and it's our faith that overcomes the world. But remember, faith doesn't work apart from love. Your faith that overcomes doesn't work apart from love. And so we need to remember that. So whatever you do today, make sure that love is your motivation. And remember, love is not selfish. Love is not selfish. Love does not insist on its own way. Love does not insist on its rights. Love does not bring up the record of wrongs. Love is not arrogant. It's not puffed up with pride. Love is not that way. So the love of God in demonstration is the opposite of what we typically do. And when we hear this, we receive it for ourselves. Amen. Because that's what love does. Love says, I need to do this. Not them. I'm not worried about them. I'm not concerned about what they do. That's on them. If they want to walk in the love of God, they can. If they don't, it doesn't matter. I will walk in the love of God. I don't care what they do. I will demonstrate the love of God. But they know better. They should. Not my concern. <laughs> not my concern. I know better. If we all would just say, I know better. I will do what the Lord has told me to do today. I'm telling you, everything will work out for your good. Everything. He will work it out because he can do it far better than you and I could ever do it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for prayer. Keep that, turn that over to him. Just give it to him and leave it with him. When we finish and say, amen, goodbye, have a good day. I'll see you tomorrow. Go away light. If it's not light, if you're still feeling a heaviness, spend some more time with him. Spend some more time with him. Let him minister to you today. Amen. Demonstrate the love of God.